This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Buckets, a very special um, collectible episode of our show. Let's welcome to this specific episode, Billy Scafuri. You're getting bucket buckets. In a few weeks, this podcast will be worth 1.2 its current value. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine if this fucking appreciates like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. So buy this podcast right now. If you're listening, now's <laughs> the time to purchase this pod. <laughs> yeah. Don't short squeeze us. It would hurt us to be short squozen. Yes. So for anyone who bought GameStop and AMC, and Dogecoin, now is the time we need you to buy this podcast, Buckets. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, it's hashtag or dollar sign B-U-K on the index, on, on your apps. Yes, and you can buy it on uh, at headgum.com, I believe, is where it's currently yeah. being traded. Uh, all right, so where are we in the world? Well, there's a lot of basketball things happening. You know, games are being played, people are scoring or not, games are being canceled or not, but... And there's not too much breaking news or action happening on the court, it seems to me. Yeah, it's um, just boring basketball right now. Just like what we've seen before, seasons going by, games are being played. But yeah. there's not a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. big action. It is fun to see the standings where it's like some teams are 15 and 8 and then some teams are like 9 and 7. That's like a, a silly thing to see in the standings. You don't see that every day. Yeah, somebody told me or like SportsCenter probably told me that like, I think it was like uh, Memphis is like on an 8 game winning streak. And I'm like, since yeah. when? Like last July? <laughs> Like, how does that even work? Does that include the bubble scrimmages right. that they did before the play in tournament, which may or may not have counted? Yeah. Yeah, like the Wizards um, took a month off. The It seems like teams are just like like <laughs> leaving us for three weeks and then coming back. Did you ever have that as a kid where like four kids showed up to your Little League game and they're like, technically you have to play. And it's like, all right, we'll play four on five now or I've three never, on four now. I've never played less than the needed amount. I have like my team has fouled out where... There was just five of us left, but I was one of the people who had fouled out as well. So I was just like, get out there, suckers. Uh, all right. So in some ways, this podcast, this specific episode has been building up our whole lives because we want to talk about collectibles, trading cards, digital cards, crypto cards. Right. So it's all sort of, it's a confluence of all of our passions coming together after 30 years in this business do you remember your first like trading card collectible card memory yeah trading cards for me were always like as a little kid just like the one thing that i could own as a little kid i didn't own anything like i had my own clothes and stuff but i never like bought my own things but trading cards there was a trading card store called cosmic comics and they sold comic books and they sold sports cards and I went hard in all of them. I bought the plastic cases, the thin plastic cases, the hard plastic cases. I had the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. I had Derek Jr. Wow. rookie cards, Shaq rookie cards. I cared. I, I like cared. And okay. I was, it was a good place to like put all of my OCD into, like funnel it all yeah. into these cards. 
I mean, it, it was great. Like, cause like not only you get the little tiny poster of the guy, but on the back, it's got all the numbers. Stats, and we love the numbers. Stats. You I would, love the stats. I didn't read books, but I could tell you like <laughs> everything about like Damon Stoudemire's like second year in the league. I would just like pour <laughs> over these numbers. And then you also had Beckett and Tough Stuff, which were like the two price guides. And Tough Stuff had yeah. every single sport and every single brand. And Beckett was just like, a, this is baseball Beckett. This is football card Beckett. This is basketball card Beckett. So it had a little bit more That's like right. um, respect to it. Did you have any friends with binders, binders full of cards, binders with every card? I was that friend, Amir. I still have those <laughs> binders. I have those like... Oh, really? Yeah, I still have like a good 10,000 cards in my parents' house right now. I'm now at the age. Like, don't you remember when like our parents or our friends' parents would be like, my parents threw out all of my cards. I'm now at the age where I have to constantly remind my parents, do not throw out my cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Derek Jeter rookie cards are probably worth a lot now. Yeah. I know. It's. I think back and it's like, okay, I'm old. I'm definitely old now. Like all of the cool yeah. guys have gone through an entire career, have been retired for a good, like they own the teams now and I have their rookie cards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then when did we start talking about this new wave of basketball cards? I feel like I was texting you or sending you videos like six to eight months ago being like, are you aware like basketball cards are having a moment again? Yeah, that was probably a little less than a year ago. And it's worth noting just our love of cryptocurrency and really just, the, again, the numbers of it all. Just watching yep. numbers yeah, go exactly. up and numbers go down and just something to track. You feel like you're at a casino 24-7. So just like our love of investing in things that shouldn't be worth as much as they are. <laughs> like, yeah. that's like, I feel like that's a central tenant of your and my friendship and relationship. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Trying to find like, we're smarter than enough people that we should be able to like game the system. As right. long as you're in like the 51st percentile of smarts, yes. you can do beat the house if the house is just other idiots like you. Yes, exactly. And so after about a year of cryptocurrency not really going up or down, it was like that like drug addict who needs their new fix. And you told yeah, exactly. me, I think you heard... Was it Gary V? It was one of those like fast talking like I think finance, it was, yeah. like like social media finance guys who have a brand. Yeah. And he's Yeah, like for the last I guess it happened three years ago, but I only found out about it last year and mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, I'm probably too late to this game. Yeah. Where he was basically saying, like, I put my money in this card and now it's worth twenty that. Now it's like right. all these cards are starting to go up. And then ever since the quarantine, it's like it seems like cards are have gone up even further past that yeah so you told me about the brand called panini and when That's i right. was growing up it was like tops fleer upper deck maybe if you're lucky top stadium club you know <laughs> yeah like, it, like maybe yeah. if you're looking for a hologram like you're gonna get like fleer ultra right but you said and i've panini. since found out that yeah all those all those cards that we know about from the 90s i think they made too many they right. flew too close to the sun and now it's just like uh, there's 500,000 Shaq rookie cards. Maybe they're not worth so much. Or maybe they are if like you kept one in pristine condition. Yes. But this, this uh, I guess it's not even a new company, but the company that has taken over the mantle is this Panini, which, you know, I remember like rookies from like 2014, 2015, they all did those like rookie photo shoots and they're yeah. always sponsored by Panini. Yep. And I always thought it was funny because I'm like, that's just a grilled sandwich. <laughs> Who's buying these cards? Right. What a silly name. Right. Yeah. Quiznos but, and Panini are the two like big basketball Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess Panini is an even old company like from before all those Fleer and Upper Deck, but they just, they stuck around, they figured it out. 
they made they kept making the cards they kept making them like better more limited they yes. look nice and uh they started like um having a finite run because they wanted to create a, a scarcity to uh drive up the price i mean it's basic supply and demand as coming from someone yep. who just like tuned out economics classes when he had to take them just like that was not what I was here to study. That was one of just like the core classes that the college told me I yeah. had to take. You do <laughs> yeah. know that when there is a limited supply, the demand will go yep. up and the value will rise. And so, <laughs> right. and so Panini was like, all right, let's do that very basic thing with basketball cards. And to your point, yes. they are little posters and they are art. Like they are so cool um, that like they are not just like valuable like cryptocurrency that are faceless like objects these are also yeah. like your favorite players and if kevin durant has five straight triple doubles the value of his card will go up and that's really fun <laughs> yeah it's a little stock market it's a little uh, a tiny poster like you said a cryptocurrency that can either rise or fall and you know there is a limited amount actually let me grab the ones that i did purchase so we yes. can go over them yes so amir he and i often talk about investments and things like that but amir will always be the first of the two of us to start buying the things like he'll just send yeah. that phantom text out of nowhere and be like here's the jaw i just bought and i'm like you got a jaw <laughs> right. already i thought this was like a joke for the i thought we were in like the first month of just joking about it <laughs> no i was already two months into joking i moved on to hemming and high eventually considering and then ultimately it's always the same feeling where i'm like i'm too late but i'm gonna do it anyway yes. and then three months later i feel like i'm a little bit early so this is the first card i bought shout out to john morant it's a john morant rookie and we should t we should say that all these cards are graded so n people not only had to find this in a deck or a pack or a right. box but you also have to send it to this company called psa who will look it over with a fine-tooth comb and mm -hmm. say that is a Nine out of ten, or ten out of ten, or right. four out of ten, or whatever. Depending on how centered um, the image is, like it's like it's like basically yeah. like a diamond, where it's like if it's a perfectly yes. cut diamond, it will be worth its maximum value. But there are cards with little errors that just make it worth less. Correct. So I, say, I bought this on card. Site, we're doing this as video chat, and you just holding that up to the yeah. camera. It's a good looking card. It's a cool card, right? It's a yeah, it's it, a cool dude in a nice jersey, and the card itself is like silver and shiny. And so, it's clean. And so not to put your personal finances on blast, but how much did that card cost? So I bought this before the season because I'm like, I'm too late for these Luka Doncic cards that are worth 2000 or the Giannis cards that are worth $5,000. Yes. Like, these guys are already either MVPs or MVP favorites. I got I to gotta use my basketball knowledge and mm -hmm. be like, who's going to be the next one? Who mm -hmm. are kids looking up to? Who's like, he was? this guy was the rookie of the year last year, but not on Luca's level yet. So I bought this for like 400 bucks okay. before the season started. Okay. So that's a that's an investment. That's just an old school That's investment. an investment. Right. In hopes that in a year or two or three he's worth even more and it becomes like a 2000 to 3000 dollar card like a like a Giannis or a Luca. So he twists his ankle about a week into mm -hmm. the season. Now, you and as this a is now a coaster. Fan, <laughs> I shred this. I shred this the second he twists his ankle. <laughs> so you as the basketball fan are obviously disappointed that this great basketball player can't play. But you as the investor, do you feel that more? Are you like, shit, but I bought his rookie card? Or do you see this long term? Does that not really get in your way? It's semi long term. Yeah, I'm worried. If, if he had like torn an ACL or an Achilles and he was out for an entire season, I'd be like, shit, I probably bought at the worst possible moment. But the ankle, you know uh it's a little lighter of an injury he was back in like four weeks and okay. flying around and doing some crazy shit and honestly i looked up the value of like what people are paying now and it's already like in the 500 to 600 range so i Look feel like 
even that small amount of time, it went up a little in value. And now this marketplace has existed for like two to three years of these Panini cards specifically, right? So it's like... uh, Yeah, even longer, I guess. Okay. Because I'm just wondering, like, this isn't... And for the listeners, this isn't like a fad where it's like, this just started and it could like exist and then the market could go away. Like, the value of cards has been an pretty much like established thing now like we can trust that the value will continue to go up it won't just disappear there won't be a market for it later yeah i mean there is some inherent risk of course in anything like this these could be beanie babies where it would disappear but yeah basketball cards and trading cards have been around like i remember as a kid growing up the honus wagner card like the world's most expensive card 10 million dollars 15 million dollars whatever it was yes for this card yes so like cards have been around for over 100 years yeah okay Cool. So you have this, this job. This current this current craze um, might dissipate for sure. Like, sure. there's no need for this craze to continue. Although that being said, if you wanted to grade your own card now, like if you pick this up at, as a raw card in a box, mm-hmm. like you decide to buy a Panini Prism box, which is also really hard to do, um, it it could take six to twelve months for PSA to get the card, grade yeah. it, and send it back to you in one of these plastic containers. Yeah, tough. And now are only rookie cards the ones that are worth investing in? Or is it like just cards now in general? Yeah, it seems like just cards now in general. I went in I went in with like, if I'm only going to buy like three or four of these things, I might as well go for the rookie cards and I might yeah. as well go for these PSA 10s. Like yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to half-ass anything right now. And you, Although and I have been hearing that like now older cards for whatever reason, are not worth as much. Like a Scottie Pippen card is worth as much as a John Morant card, even mm-hmm. though like in a perfect world, John Morant's career is as good as Scottie Pippen's. Right. Just the the hype around John Morant and seeing him play right now and kids loving him yes. boosts his value above like a, a classic player like that. So maybe there is more value in like the Scottie Pippens of the world than mm-hmm. the a Bam Adebayo say, this card. Boom, Bam, I should have right. said. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's bam, the BAM, yeah. That's the BAM rookie. That's the BAM rookie, and then... You don't have to tell uh, me how much, sh- but more or less than the Jaw rookie. This one was the cheapest one, oddly enough. Nice, okay. Yeah, I don't know why the BAMs... I guess because he's been a little bit of a slower build, but I feel like he's got just as high of a ceiling as John mm-hmm. Morant. Definitely. Uh, somewhere in the BAM price range is this SGA, the Shy. Shea Gildas Alexander rookie. Yep. Love that. He's cool, he's... Not quite jaw level, but hopefully um, going to be a 2010 player in the not too distant future. Sure. And then sure. the most exciting, the the highest value card I bought was this Jason Tatum rookie. I didn't know about because, that. Yeah, yeah, Jason Tatum. That's the uh, that's the one that the one card that was worth more than the John Morant. I'm hoping that it feels weird to root for a Celtic, but like. When I, what I saw from him last year, I'm like, oh, this guy could be like a Kawhi Leonard type in three or four yeah, years. Yeah, he could be So the these are the player. four cards I have. Yeah. Now, before we move into what came after the cards, do you, will, do you see yourself buying more cards? Yes. I'm like, every time I buy one, I'm like, all right, this is it. I have one. I don't need to just keep fucking putting weird yes. savings into these tiny little posters. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, this one's pretty good. And I look on eBay, I'm like, oh, this one's pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah, I should probably get a, a BAM. He's been playing well. So, yeah. like, 
the itch gets scratched and then like a few weeks pass. I'm like, oh, it would be cool to have another one. And is there a seal of authenticity? That was always a big thing with autograph collectors, that there needed to be some sort of seal of authenticity. Because isn't there a world in which like people could fake the seal of authenticity? Like how is there any sort of like metric that you're like, this is completely real? I can tell. I believe PSA takes care of that. Like every every PSA mm-hmm. on the back has this little QR code, this little barcode. Right. So for what I don't know how they do it, but they they uh, authenticate the okay. veracity of these okay. little cards. That's comforting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the card situation, and then <laughs> and then and then <laughs> we, folks, we went even deeper down the rabbit hole when you texted me yes. about a month ago. A game changing about- text. <laughs> That's right. You're like, have you heard of Amir. NBA Top Shots? Because this is NBA you Top in your Shots. final form. <laughs> like, this is these are that's your, what I said. Yeah, these are your biggest <laughs> interests. All trains like on the same track, heading towards one another. All right, let's take a break, and then on the second half of this episode, get into what in the world NBA Top Shots are for those or of try. you who are un- okay. uninformed. Yeah. Okay. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, we're back. Okay, so um, you send me a link, NBA Top Shots. I'm like, I'm not quite sure what this is. What is it? And you're like, it's basically cryptocurrency for basketball cards. And at that point, I was like, oh, no, this is devastating news <laughs> for me in my free time. <laughs> it's it's exactly what we've been training for all these years. It's basketball knowledge. It's card collecting yes it's crypto it's literally a cryptocurrency you have to buy it using crypto yes um so yeah how, how would you explain top shots so i mean it was hard for me then <laughs> it's still hard for me now but ultimately it is buying exclusive moments not cards moments that occurred in the recent nba games a limited supply of Big, cool moments by big, cool players can be purchased and owned and traded in this marketplace on NBA Top Shop. <laughs> Before you say, can't you just go on YouTube and watch those clips? Yes, you can. But can you own them on YouTube? You cannot. <laughs> That's right. That is whenever I talk to somebody, my girlfriend included, she's like, what do you mean you own a highlight? Like anybody can watch it, right? I'm like, yes, of course. But next to the highlight, it says owned by yes. this person. Yes. Owned by, right. And you're not, of course, you're not technically owning it. I can't own a video clip that exists only online. Right. But there is some sort of excitement to the digital um, 
uh, possession of these highlights. So, for example, yes, I go on there, and there's a marketplace, yes. um, and it's like these are all these. Everything from like a Tyus Jones assist for four dollars to right. a Zion Williamson dunk for literally a hundred thousand yes. dollars are for sale. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's try this out. I'll put in forty dollars and see what I can get if there if there's any Laker um situation. Sure. So I I uh I was like, oh, the cheapest Laker highlight that you can quote own. Again, you're not really owning it, but it says it belongs to you. Yes. Is um a JaVale McGee block. dunk or was it a block? An a awesome JaVale block. McGee block. A really <laughs> awesome year. block. Yeah, it was yeah. a nice looking block. Yeah. So I go to buy it and there's about 150 of these JaVale McGee blocks for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the first thing that raises my eyebrows. What does it mean? I thought there was just one highlight one. per person. Right. Now all these people are owning it. Right. Well, turns out, much like cards... There's not one Jason Tatum rookie card. Obviously, that would be worth a lot more. There's about 10,000 Jason mm-hmm. Tatum rookie cards. So there's about between 5,000 and 15,000 of these mm-hmm. highlights. Mm-hmm. And they're differentiated by serial number. Mm-hmm. So you can get you can buy the number one, or you can buy the, the number 11,683. Yes. And for whatever reason, in this marketplace, the lower numbers are worth more. Like a comic book, you want to own the first issue. Right. If you get the serial number one for a highlight, it's worth a lot more than serial number 11,654. And it should be whatever. mentioned that these aren't just like flat, one-dimensional clips, much like watching it on YouTube. It also comes with this like three-dimensional like neon cube that the highlight yeah. appears in, which is really the <laughs> yeah. only thing that makes it different than YouTube. <laughs> Is this like neon cube? That's right. That yeah. like makes it feel like, no, no, it spins around for you, hun. Like explaining to your girlfriend or wife why it's special. It's like, look, it, it appears. <laughs> yeah. And the the website is dark and the, the highlight seems yes. to just glow off yes. the monitor. It's Tron. It feels like Tron for the sure. Web, the, the website itself is, it's half like futuristic and cool and then half like, wait, this whole section doesn't work or it's slow yeah. or too many people are on it yeah. or like... You can't buy with a credit card. You need like this to go to this third party to like put your funds in Dapper. there and come back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's it's based in crypto in that like every every transaction happens on an open ledger and you can see in real time this yep. this huge marketplace happening. Yep. But it's also it feels like you guys launched this a little bit too early. Yeah. But I mean, also right on time, because this thing is exploding. NBA Top Shot mm-hmm. is like being talked about by the Mark Cubans of the world, by the Gary V's of the world, like art collectors. Yeah. It's worth more than gold, literally, you know, so it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the you first, bought- the first, I think the first uh, six figure clip was purchased recently, like $100,000 for a number one lebron dunk or something so like i think that. Le- a lebron dunk like, like kind of like changed the marketplace where like it was sold for like seventy two thousand dollars which is again yeah insane yep that's <laughs> and, the price of a car and now you have a highlight your name next to a highlight that's right just on some ledger <laughs> somewhere and then uh-huh. somebody took that 72 and it's like once you get to 72 there's some either genius or dipshit out there that's like no there's a more round number than 72 and that number is 100 and somebody bought and that some was zion i believe what was it i believe it was Got a it. zion dunk for 100k of course it was number one of probably 500 whatever it was yeah but he's and he you said, can either yeah i'm either a genius or an yeah. idiot but i just bought this for a hundred thousand dollars 
cash. And you, you really you really don't know because, you know, a lot of people were genius or idiots when they were buying Bitcoin for $1,000. Like, what is that? I don't know what that is. And I spent $1,000. That's nothing. And of now course. it's worth 35000 So And maybe this Zion Dunk will be worth $300,000 to somebody someday. That's right. Supply and demand. And so a lot of this game can be much like various like crypto markets or stock markets. It's like you buy it and you can either hold it or you can try and resell it for a small percentage of what you already bought it for. So there's That's two right. games that can be played. You could buy a $40 clip and hope to sell it for $45 and then use that 45 to try and buy something that you could then sell for $52. <laughs> and before you know it, you've made $12. You know, So there's that game. Which is... Yeah, which is what I've been trying to do. I consider myself a, a clip flipper of sorts. Yes. I took the JaVale. It was the cheapest Laker one by like $8. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll buy it for 40 and I'll flip it for 49 It's still the cheapest one out here. And I sold it in like 12 quick, hours. Quick. And I texted you. I'm like, whoa, it's yep. happening. Yep. The marketplace is alive. It's not yep. like this dead whale where i posted it and never Mm -hmm. come back to it and i do wonder i know that i don't wonder because i know the answer is that it's not true but i do wonder if they try and encourage or if they market people's first sales as quickly as possible to really put yours in the like front and center on the marketplace it would be smart if they did yeah i mean even this even this guy that bought for a hundred thousand dollars i'm like that's that would be a good use of marketing for nba top shots is to give some guy a hundred thousand dollars definitely tell him to buy it and then yeah see what happens like i'm sure now they're tweeting about it and now people are buying other smaller cards so absolutely whatever they're doing it's working so somebody bought javel for 49 dollars. don't know why but they did. Don't know why. Don't know why. Don't entirely care why. I guess because if you search Lakers and then sort by cheapest, that was the cheapest one. And I will say it was so a then, very cool moment. Like a straight up. It was like, a good moment. A, like a, an extremely yeah. watchable, cool moment to watch. Yeah. And another frequently asked question is like, is every highlight on here? And it's not. There's no like, there's there's no like classic moments either. There's no Michael Jordan highlights on here yet, I yet, think. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all it's all just newish stuff from the last three seasons. And it I feels believe. seemingly random because if you follow NBA Top Shot on Twitter, it's like people will just like post clips from like tonight's games and they'll be like, This should be a top shot and they just like retweet it. Like it's like Yeah. And it's it's like it doesn't feel like this like big operation, much like cryptocurrency. It's like you know it's just some dude who like convinced <laughs> enough people to be like, This holds value and people just like bought into it. So they have the, um, they have a relationship with the NBA, right? Like this, this yes. is not just like fans being like, "Hey, can we use this licensed content?" Like they no have way. a, they're getting paid, right? Yeah, the NBA logo is all over these things. They clearly have some sort of licensing agreement, which I think is, you know, that's the that's the catch in all of this. Like, part of me, we had like a text chain one night where I was just like, "How are you and I not just creating some sort of bullshit <laughs> right. like this? Like, forget yeah. buying these things. Why don't we just make our own ancillary <laughs> parallel bullshit and sell it, and people will." just buy that bullshit that's right we should because every sell yeah it's the licensing and every sale they're making like a two percent the rate like i sold the mcgee for 49 i only got 47 they take two they take the rake i mean it's like fanduel like every night you and i play with eight other friends a 40 dollar game of fanduel but fanduel always gets four dollars from that game (laughs) we can only win 36 they all the house always wins right yeah, so so far we've been very good at giving other people a lot of money in our attempts to make ca- cash ourselves. Yeah, so I just want to remind you, Amir, that you and I need to be better at creating things from the ground up as opposed to just constantly buying into marketplaces that are taking <laughs> our money already. <laughs> That's a good reminder. That's okay. a very good reminder. Okay. So I took that 47 and I bought a Mitchell Robinson 
uh, block dunk again. I'm not entirely sure. Do you Yikes. know? Yeah, I don't remember either. A, I think it might have been a block, or I know. Excuse me. I think it might have been a. Oh, dunk. It was an alley oop. It was I think a dunk. It was an alley oop. Yeah. And yeah. I, if I'm going to be honest with you, I had a little bit of concern with the purchase because the market for Mitch Rob is not as high. The market for Mitch Rob is not as high, though. I will say it's probably parallel to Javale. So, you know, it, I, I yeah. don't think that I would have had a fair argument with that. But there was just something about a Mitch Rob dunk that didn't feel like it was going to be in high demand. Has it sold yes. yet? It's been about a week. It has not. It Damn. has not sold yet. Damn. It is not sold yet. Okay. Yeah. So my dreams of my aspirations of becoming a clip flipper that, you know, climbs its way up to buying thousand dollar moments and highlights right. and flipping them. Uh, has stalled out a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So, and that's because, yeah, well, there, I was there's say, this whole secondary part exactly, to this story, which exactly. is you. The marketplace is not just the entire website; mm-hmm. they're also releasing packs, digital packs that have five moments in them, and this packs. is their kind of genius way of recreating the thrill of. Remember opening a pack as a kid, oh. you don't know what's inside. That was the whole that's the whole reason I got into it in the first place. Was that you would hold right. this cellophane pack and they are very smart. They really tapped into nostalgia and like they send you an image of a wrapped pack even though yeah. that pack is not real. <laughs> no. No. It looks and feel it the, the mini serotonin dumps. Mm-hmm. You just want to buy this pack and then Another thing to their credit, they don't let you buy the packs. They don't just give them out. There's Supply not an infinite demand. amount of these. Supply and That's demand. That's right. They, they withhold it, and you have to almost like win a <laughs> raffle to get a pack. For whatever reason, they write me an email two days ago, three days ago, and like, all right, you've, uh, you've won the opportunity to apply to buy a pack. Not wow. even, here's your pack. Not even... He- pay for it right now you've you have to apply to be chosen to purchase a pack a pack was 15 dollars, and that in retrospect seems dirt cheap very cheap because i was selected to get a pack uh i, I mean, this is willy uh, wonka's golden I, ticket in the chocolate <laughs> bar like it's not easy right. there's they release re- seemingly randomly mondays and thursdays but they don't even commit to saying every I don't Monday, know. Every I Thursday. don't know. Yes, right. I couldn't tell you how to get a pack. I no. don't know how to recreate this. I don't know how I got one. I don't know if they give it to people who are active in the marketplace. I don't know if it's a random lottery. I don't know if everybody gets one. We don't know. Right. But Sunday night, you send me an email and it says, your pack has arrived. Has arrived. And I almost faint. Great. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Five moments? Are you kidding me? What if it's a fucking Zion number two? Like, did I just win 75,000 digital dollars? I'm saying. Exactly. And then you tried to open it. And of course, there was an error. <laughs> yeah. The website doesn't work sometimes. You go there and it's like, that's sorry. That's the stakes of the game. Sometimes Bitcoin goes up and Coinbase goes down and you can't sell. Sometimes Dogecoin is mooning and you can't sign into Binance. Like, it's those true. are the rules. That's how it happens sometimes. A, Sorry, you're SOL. It was such SOL. a GameStop moment. It was like, yes, GameStop is at $400. Yes, we know you want to buy more shares. No, you're not allowed because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we at Robinhood don't know what we're doing. We at NBA Top Shot are still trying to figure it out. Yes, people are buying Sorry. things for $100,000. We don't know why or how. <laughs> <laughs> we can't handle it. But like, you know what? 
these errors are like bank errors in their favor. It just makes me want the pack more. Shit, of I can't course. get it. Of course. We are yes. already addicted. There's like that is not up for debate. Like it's not like we're fair weather fans where one little glitch is gonna make us be like, ah, forget this. It's gonna make us want two. We're gonna want to buy more. I opened an account after you bought your pack just because you already did it. I finally get the pack and it's it's a fun opening moment. It's it they lay it out like a mm-hmm. top five, so it's like showing it to you with uh, movement and music, and it's exciting. These things are opening, Wait, and now, you're seeing what's in the pack. So I, I saw you did a you recorded the screen when you did it, so that I could watch. But it's like basically five face down cards, and they reveal That's themselves right. one after the other. But are you saying that the way that you open them, the first one will be the most valuable of the five? No, okay. you you click to reveal and okay. in whatever order you okay. want. But okay. like, there's like music playing, and it's like, whoa! Remember this moment? And it's like, yes. okay, this is exciting. Yes. Open the first one. It's a Isaiah Roby dunk. I'm like, okay, yeah. I it's a, know that guy from Fanduel. He's yeah, forty two hundred dollar player, power forward, rookie on the Thunder. Sure. Yeah. Um, I thought like, okay. Is this, so you open are these? First. Are all five going to be? What's that? So you opened Roby first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I see, I see what's going on in these packs. You're you're sort of getting rid of the, the inventory nobody necessarily wants. Right. I'm you're getting giving Anthony me like... Melton. I'm getting Tyrese <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maxi. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. Fine. Whatever. Next next moment opens. A Giannis assist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Giannis. Giannis. Like, yeah. That's a number one. That's, yeah. that's what I want. Give that's me a, a Giannis cool dime. Not the coolest play, but a, definitely a cool player. That's right. And it was like a uh, serial number, a few thousand out of 15,000. I'm like, all right, okay. that's pretty low. That's pretty good. Uh, next next one opens. Another Giannis assist. Same one. I'm like, same oh. Same one. Uh, I thought huh. that was weird too. <laughs> back to back Giannis, same assist, but different serial number. One was like in the 900s, which was right. pretty great. And one was like in the thousands. Less great. Like I would tell myself if I were you, like, okay, I'm cornering the market on this Giannis card, I guess. Like yeah. <laughs> now that I have two of 50,000, I'm that much more. I guess this is a good <laughs> thing. I'm telling myself this is a good thing. Uh, then there was an Embiid jump shot, sort of like a weird skyhook situation, really high serial number, as in a low serial number, a bad serial number, in like the tens of thousands. But That one Embiid. wasn't worth too much. But Embiid. But Embiid. Yeah. That's right. Better than nothing. Yeah. Then, then, out of nowhere, emerges yeah. a John Collins dunk. Yes. Great guy. Awesome player. Awesome dunk. Serial number like 450. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty cool. And it it like it made a bigger deal of that card. I'm like, those ones were common. This one is the most exciting, lowest serial number card moment, I should say, that you opened. Now, did that card, because they all were labeled common, I believe. So I assume like when yeah. I was growing up and I would buy cards, there was sometimes you'd get an insert, which is like this one yeah. kind of like phantom card that comes in maybe one every seven packs or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Were these all common cards or was that one card, did it have an actual different designation? I believe it did have a different designation, oh but I can't remember God. now. Okay, yeah, it definitely, like it definitely seemed, and like they have like yeah. these like words that, of course, they've invented. They mean nothing. They're rooted in nope. nothing. But correct. Um, okay, but yes, he it was an ankle breaker. He broke a guy's ankle on a crossover, and then he threw down a really, really awesome dunk. Yeah, uh, and so I, I'm like, ooh, number six fifty two of fifteen hundred. It's a um limited edition whatever yes okay. limited edition five uh, only five thousand in the world i had number 652 and i go to the marketplace i'm like how much is this 
are these dunks, uh, this specific, this John Collin dunk worth? And in that area, it was like in the two or $300 range. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's solid. I'll, I'll list it right now. I don't have any emotional attachment to John Collins. I want, right. let's see if I can get 275 bucks. See what happens. I list it for $275, go to sleep, wake up instantly the next morning. It was already purchased for 275 That is insane. So to think that this pack of cards cost $14. <laughs> yeah. And you probably received <laughs> close to $400 plus in value between the two Giannis. <laughs> I mean, the Roby has obviously got to be worth like two or $3,000 in a couple of weeks when he blows up for the thunder. <laughs> yeah, once people know who he is, that's going right. to be worth a lot more. But in this make-believe ecosystem, you'd think that they would just be, like you said, sending out junk. And it's like, there's only a few cards that are going to be worth anything. But you either hit it or like everyone who's getting packs is going to make profit in the marketplace. Yes. I don't know how lucky I am because I this is literally the only pack I've gotten. I don't mm-hmm. even know how to get a pack. I don't know how other people are getting packs. I think yeah. you can qualify for a pack by buying other moments, but those are more expensive than the pack itself. So I consider myself fortunate. I sold the, the John Collins for 275 And instead of cashing out, because again, I've never done that. I don't even know if you can cash it out. I don't right. know if these virtual bucks are become real money in my account ever. Right. I just rolled it up into uh, an Alex Caruso dunk from last year's playoffs for like mm-hmm. 260 bucks. Yes, I'm which like, okay. I, again, I, this is another Mitch Rob 2.0 where I got a little nervous for Hesitant. Well, I figured, I learned from the JaVale that went really quickly. I'm like, maybe there's a lot of Laker fans out there. Mm-hmm. Caruso's kind of a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. This is a dunk from the, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is that marquee one. Mm-hmm. And it was like number, the serial number was pretty good. It was like number 130. Right. I'm like, okay, this is a solid reinvestment. I'm going to try to make a quick buck on that. And that's where I'm at. I got the I got the moments that are unsold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got this Caruso and the Mitrov just sitting in the back burner. Now, to me, I don't think that loyalty and fan bases really are going to come into play in this ecosystem. I think that this is a straight up zeros and ones and supply and demand ecosystem. Like the biggest Knicks fan in the world won't be like spending up to get an Emmanuel quickly. Like I think that they would just as soon buy that John Collins knowing that it just simply holds more value. This feels like a money game as opposed to like fans of the sport. I could be wrong. It's like you split yeah. the difference, but I do think that like just because Caruso is a Laker, I don't know if that's going to attract Lakers fans more than, you know, people looking to profit. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm sort of, trying stuff out right now of just course. to see what happens i'm yep. seeing if the laker stuff goes faster if the Knicks stuff goes faster right. if the higher serial numbers goes faster limited edition some of the stuff i'm yeah limited edition versus Giannis versus whatever so right, right now i'm sort of throwing a bunch of stuff on a wall and seeing right. if anything sticks right but it is your, but it is it has been fun Yes, and it is truly your final form. Like, it's just so, (laughs) what I learned about it, and I can't even remember, you asked me, where did you hear about it? And I had, like, heard somebody dismiss it. (laughs) Like, some, like, sports radio host who clearly, like, spent the first 30 years of his career smoking cigarettes in his booth and, like, old school and, like, doesn't have time or patience for anything, like, nouveau in the NBA. And he, like, somebody was like, yeah, have you heard about these, like, digital cards that are like moments online that people are passing around and he's like i don't have time for that and i was like i have yeah. so much time for that <laughs> i was driving my car like time for get me home we're in a pandemic there's nothing to do and i can't see my friends yes i will research digital e-moments yes i will 
result. <laughs> That's right. And now I'm spreading the word. So whatever they're doing is working because like I'm, you know, uh, you, they get enough people to talk about it to enough people and the supply um, stays the same. The demand goes up and hopefully the values go up. Yeah. Um, so how far have you gotten into this thing? Are you, I have, are you in the I've system? I've opened an account. I've put myself on okay. the waiting list for a pack naturally. I haven't, naturally. Joined, I haven't joined the marketplace yet. Um, it takes two to three through two to three business days for money just to go into your account in the first place. Like they don't even have like, like you yes. connect your bank account and then they don't even have the wherewithal to be like, now the money's there. It's like, it's going to take a couple business days. It's like, it shouldn't. <laughs> well, cool. not only that, I bought the... I bought the Alex Caruso and it was like site maintenance right now. Uh, transactions will take a little longer. So yeah. Like, uh, okay. I gave yeah. you $200. So I hope yeah. this, this clip shows up in my e fucking briefcase or whatever they're calling it. And I would it say eventually did, but if you and I there's no, there's no if, customer service. If you would, yeah, that's the thing with all these sites. It's like, you just put <laughs> your faith in this thing that has bugs. And yeah. like, if you and I hadn't transferred money from websites called like our cryptocurrency from like websites called like, like Bitfitnex, Kraken, or Binance <laughs> yeah. to Coinbase. It's like there's an hour window where like your money is in the internet. It's not in That's any right. account. It's like on a laser somewhere from a modem <laughs> to a satellite. Like I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, which brings us to like the ultimate the uh, the ultimate bit of advice, which is like assume this money is gone forever can yeah. you still survive don't yeah. put any money that you can actually will need later like because yeah. there's a chance nba top shot stops loading tomorrow and everything yep. is gone this yep. is one guy packs it all up i'll see you guys later you're not calling anybody this isn't yep. Citibank or something these are so generally only put get in rich what quick. you think you can lose these yeah. are get-rich-quick schemes, but ultimately they're get-poor-faster schemes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, make no mistake. Like, easy if come, is easy go as well. Yes, no doubt. And it's like, when, we, uh, when the GameStop thing was happening and the AMC thing was happening, I remember that moment where people started going online and like accounts were freezing and people were like, I can't even take the money out of my account. And that's half <laughs> the battle, is turning it back into real paper money again. So anyone who's playing this Top Shot game, we have not explained, yeah. nor have we experienced <laughs> making money and then taking money from it. So no. yeah, treat it it's as been a game. Giving. Right. Treat it as a game. Reinvesting. Yeah. And hoping to God in two years, much like my parents asking me about Bitcoin now, they'll be like, have you heard of NBA Top Shots? I'm like, heard of it? I have two Giannis assists from 2021 on there. <gasps> you knew about it in 2021? Yes. Now the entire game is happening. Every yes. basketball game is played entirely on the Top Shot marketplace. Yes. So yeah, hoping that we beat the rush and that it eventually becomes something, but knowing full well it can just disappear all that all that right. easily. And just to rewind back to the old school paper cards, there the marketplace for that is eBay. Am I wrong in saying that's just old school, plain old eBay? Yeah, there used to be trading card shows, and maybe there are still, but with Corona, everything has moved online. And eBay is the best way to find these cards. I just search every like day or two, NBA PSA 10, which sure. shows me just the gem mint already graded cards sure and thousands thousands right. that expire every minute there's there's one you know, let's look right now let's see what's on there right now nba psa 10 and then you sort by um which auction i will say 
don't do the buy it nows because those are like they usually right, set up. the price higher yeah. than they can get. Right. So do like ones that have been auctioned on, so you can see right. that like that's an actual fair market ish value for what that is. It's just incredible um, that while you search that a year ago, you know we were talking about how regular cardboard basketball cards the value are skyrocketing, and now a year yes. later. I laugh at the fact that there is not a digital marketplace to trade and sell them on the blockchain. Like, it's just incredible how, like, <laughs> technology just ages out things that are even, like, still making so much money now. It's just incredible. Billy, what can I do to get you into a 2019 Panini Select courtside PSA 10 graded Cody Martin for $19? Cody Martin. All you got to do is sit on this guy. Hopefully, he outplays his twin. And it's already graded. And then who knows, in 10 years, maybe you're, that Cody Martin is worth $2,000. Tough sell. Not going to lie. Tough sell. Okay. I don't know if I'm all in on Cody Martin, but I think a good game actually, Amir, is because a lot of what you said earlier, which is that what's fun about this for us is that we do know basketball. So it isn't yes. just like like random cryptocurrencies that we know nothing about. We can actually kind of say, well, this person might pop in two to three years if they get traded to the right situation or this, you know, 14th draft pick. So who in the NBA landscape is a player that is cards are still probably cheap or not like, you know, what they will That's be a good in a year or two. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. And you can, another part of the game is buying them raw, like just ungraded cards and waiting in the year that most people are not willing to do mm. um, and hoping that it comes back as a 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, is Halliburton, yeah, car- is Tyrese Halliburton too famous already? No, but I don't know if the current rookie class is out yet. Like, mm. I don't know if they've taken those photos and manufactured and mm-hmm. made those. I think the the ones that are worth watching are rookies from 2016 to 2019 like a mm-hmm. Darius Garland type where yeah. like oh this guy didn't really do anything maybe you could buy a bunch of his raw cards mm-hmm. get one of them graded PSA 10 and then hopefully he becomes an all-star in the future like, but yeah is, is Bagley, trying to figure out who's going to be an all-star Bagley, that, that could be a good buy low yeah yeah because he's like largely underperformed his draft spot like value but like he has yeah. plenty of upside so is Bagley one of them like I want Yeah, you can get a you can get a Bagley. Let's see what a let's see what a Bagley is currently running you. Bagley. I, if I'm guessing a Bagley rookie card and this is cardboard, not this is a cardboard <laughs> card on eBay, yep. but it's PSA graded 10. I'm going to say tiny that. Tiny poster. Um, just a tiny little poster that could you could spill coffee on and it loses all of its value <laughs> in a second. Um I'm going to say that that's going to run you 280 on the low end. Uh no, you can get it for cheaper than that. There's some in the 30s, 40s. There's some in the hundreds. Of course, there's different kinds of cards. Some of them are like li- more limited than others. But yeah, these are you graded. can get this pretty pretty cool mint graded. Uh, buy it now for 113 dollars. This Bagley. I'm gonna send oh. you this listing. All right, guess I'm buying some cardboard this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> While I wait for my poster. digital pack, I guess I'll buy some cardboard this afternoon. <laughs> God, I hope we should do a live unboxing of these digital packs one day. I hope yep. the website works. But yeah, yes. it should be a fun thing. <laughs> I'm completely into that idea for sure. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for indulging us as we talk a mile a minute about the uh, ecosystems that excite us. Um, I guess next week or whenever we're, com- where we're coming back, we can actually talk about the game of basketball, not just the games surrounding basketball. Yeah. Hopefully by then the Mavs will have lost 10 more games and the Knicks will have two top five draft picks going into 2022. Oh my God. <laughs> two, 
two shots at Cade Cunningham. You guys are buying a pack of draft picks, hoping that one of them is a John Collins dunk, basically. That's exactly right. And then we'll put it on the marketplace and sell it for half its value. (laughs) Uh, All right. Anything you need to promote? Uh, Plug? Uh The other podcast, I guess, the No Joke Podcast, me and Adam Lustig, every Friday, new episode comes out. We talk about nonsense. Last episode, gutters. (laughs) Because it was raining and gutters were clogged somewhere? Nope. Totally unrelated, as a matter of fact. We just thought, that's a word. Let's go after it. 45 minutes later, we covered gutters. This feels like it could have been a No Joke Podcast episode, the way we're raving about this completely obscure thing. Yes, except Adam knows nothing about finance, economics, or technology. (laughs) But he does love basketball. Start somewhere. (laughs) Uh, All right, and thank you to you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be back soon enough, I'm sure. Bye, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.